What is up? What is good? How you living? How you feeling? How you doing? It is the L-E-F-K-O-E. Man, and I have somebody joining me today that went in the first round of the NFL draft from Houston, Texas, from West Side High School, came out of nowhere, punched you in the face and said, motherfucker, I am here. Peyton Turner in the building. Mr. Turner, how you living? Yes, sir. Living well, man. Living well. Been awesome. 28th pick. New Orleans Saints are on the clock. Where are you watching the draft? Where are you taking it all in? Yeah, so I'm over here in West Houston. Uh, I was inside, but my parents, or not even my parents, but my family were just talking so much. <laughs> Couldn't hear anything they were saying. And, you know, some of the boys I was working out with were getting drafted. So I was like, man, I'm going to go outside, grab, grab a plate and go outside. So I went outside, turned the TV or turned the TV on in the backyard, just chilling, watching and listening to the draft. And, uh, yeah, I'm just – sitting there in the chair and you know i look down and my phone's ringing so uh did you recognize the area code right away yeah it said 504 so i was like oh that's new orleans and i looked up and i saw there on the clock or or i think it was washington just turned in their, their pick yeah so I, was, I looked up and it said the next pick was new orleans saints so i was like uh oh here we go so I, you know i answered the phone and <laughs> was it was it mickey was it sean payton who was it it was uh, Jeff Ireland, uh, gotcha. and then I talked, and I talked to Mickey, and I talked to Coach Payton. So um, it's pretty cool, man. Pretty and so I, I love the draft calls where they're like, "Hey, man, you want to be a saint?" And I'm always waiting for one guy to be like, "Nah, good, nah, dude, I'm good." What, <laughs> did they did they ask you a question? Like, what did they, what did Jeff say to you? Yeah, they said they said um, they, they were like, "There's Payton." I was like, "Yeah, it's Payton." Uh, they were like, they're like, hey, I'm just letting you know, we're gonna we're gonna use this pick, we're gonna we're gonna put you in, put you put your name, and they're like, uh, "You want to be a saint?" I was like. <laughs> Yeah, I'm ready to be a saint, man. <laughs> it's so, funny, man. So you saw the 504. Did you know that was a team that was thinking about drafting you, a team that you had met with a few times? I met with them once, and then I talked to them once, one other time. Or it might have been two other times, uh, but I didn't know that they liked me. I knew they liked me. I didn't know they liked me like that, though, because mm. uh, I met with them early in the process. So uh, I guess they've just been, you know, collecting information and everything uh, throughout the whole thing. And I didn't know they liked me like that, though. So, I, like, when the Saints were up, I was like, I was like, ah, I was like, ah, I don't know. Uh, we'll, we'll see. I, yeah. I, mean, I like the Saints. I don't know if they like me, though. So uh, I, I, I had no clue. End of the first round, I can understand why you go outside. I've talked to so many guys that have been second, third round picks. As the round is winding down, you are probably in your head mentally going, okay, it's not happening tonight. And so you're trying to get away from everybody. So what was it like to go from, okay, maybe we'll be a round two guy to, all of a sudden, oh shit! Yeah, uh, it's crazy. Uh, so yeah, I mean, just like you say, you know, I go outside, just get away from everybody, just to you know, kind of be myself. My dad's out there chilling, so go sit out there with him and my coach. Uh, you know, we're just talking, talking ball, just just watching the draft. So I'm sitting there, I'm like, uh, you know, I mean, you know, I was kind of, I knew I was in that range, like twenty to forty, but you know, like you just said, I just get later in the round, you you're not too sure, so. Uh, you know, I was just sitting there. I was like, I was like, you know, I'll just be out here tomorrow. I was trying to figure out what time the draft was tomorrow because I was like, I'm not even worried about the draft tomorrow. I'm, I'm, I'm all in today, you know, yeah, type yeah. stuff. So, uh, but you know, I go out there and and my family comes out just because you know, 20s kind of the range that come out. They're a little bit more quiet now. Mm. Um, but it, it's it's it was a dream come true, man. You know, I look down, I'm like, it's a sigh of relief because like like you just said, you don't know if you're gonna how 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 far you're gonna fall or how far you're gonna fall. So you just like shit yeah we'll see what happens so but i mean it was it was a dream come true so cool that you get to go out there with your dad and your coach you know what i mean like people that have been there the whole time 
So I'm sure after that, a lot of yelling, a lot of cameras recording you. But if you like kind of close your eyes, is there any image or person that you remember the most that is going to, that kind of gives you joy when you think about all the excitement that was happening? Just my parents were just sitting right next to me. So, uh, you know, they came out around 20, like three, 24. So, uh, and they, they sat next to me and I was just like, I was on the phone, you know, I was on the phone, just trying to take it all in. And, uh, you know, my parents were right next to me the whole time. And, you know, as soon as they called my name on the screen, first people I hug is my people. So, um, it was awesome, man. It was Amazing. a dream come true. Amazing. Congrats. Um, I feel like there's a, there's a strong connection between Houston and new Orleans, just because of like the natural disasters that have happened in those two areas, I feel like both cities have really looked out for each other. Like, are you, is your family excited you're going to that area of New Orleans? Yeah, uh, they're super excited. Um, I mean, my, my the next day, my parents had all this gear, all this Saints gear, you know. Uh, but I mean, like you said, there's a lot of ties to New Orleans and Houston, just uh, back and forth, just because natural disasters and everything. People coming from New Orleans to Houston, right? So, uh, I mean, I know a lot of people from Nola, so. Uh, I'm, I'm excited to go there, you know, go That's there awesome. and see them too. Um, I was reading about you and I saw back at Westside High School, uh, you were also a basketball star. How, how good was the game uh, and who would, who would you often get compared to? Who was your basketball player comparison? Yeah, I loved, I loved basketball just, just as much as I loved football. So um, yeah, I was a hooper, man. I was, I was a hooper. I could hoop. So I was pretty good, but uh, you know, I got as much as I hate to say it, cause like, you know, I used to hate. I, I, I'm a big LeBron fan, so like watching Draymond Green, I was just like, ah. But a lot of people, you know, that, I get the, that Draymond Green uh, comp just cause like, you know, I played hard, I was good on defense, and you know, I could I, I could score. Except like, I I could shoot a little bit. I, I I had a pretty good jumper. Not that Draymond doesn't, but uh, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not sitting here and say that. But uh, you know, I I, I sit out there and shoot the three, but uh, right behind the arc, so. Uh, I got a lot of that comparison, but you know, I kind of, I kind of thought I was like LeBron James, really. So, <laughs> now listen, we know when Draymond shoots, it looks like he's wearing a backpack. So it's like it's okay if you say it. Like we've all seen the memes, we all know it. Um, but to what you just said about effort, I'm reading some scouting reports on you, and every single one says constant effort, high motor, doesn't quit. Is that? How did you train that? How did you how did you work on a high motor? Uh, you know, even going back to my high school days, this has been something I've always played with. Uh, and then even more so after I got hurt, uh, just like having to sit on the sideline and watch the game that you love to play and, and watch other people, uh, you know, play the game that you love. And, you know, sometimes when they don't play hard, it's just, it's just kind of frustrating because you, you, you want to be out there so bad and you see them not going hard. And you're like, I'd kill to get back out there. So... Uh, that's just kind of wired in me. Um, I feel like that's just part of how, how I am now, part of who I am. Uh, you know, I'm going to play hard every time I'm on that field, uh, give 100%. So that's just kind of like the way I go about it. Uh, that's the way I feel about it. You're leading me right into the next thing. So senior year, you have a huge year. You're getting recruited by Kansas, Michigan, Texas, all these places. Tearing ACL. Offers go bye-bye. Houston says, we ain't going anywhere. What did you learn? from that experience where where right at this moment where you're getting ready to go to college, this injury happens, which you have no control over and people stop talking. Oh, uh, it's crazy. You know, that was, I think that was the time where I learned the most about myself, uh, you know, in my life up to this point, just cause 
you know, there's so many people doubting you, so many people like saying you can't do it, whether it be basketball or football in college. And, uh, you know, there's a lot of people giving up on you. So you really just kind of find yourself and just learn, learn more about yourself just through the hard times. You know, they, they, that's what they say. And that's it's so true in this instance, just because everything I went through. So just people giving up on me. And, you know, I started to doubt myself, you know, but I always have my parents there, just like the people that matter around me to p- help push me forward. So, uh, and like you said, Houston never gave up. So that's just loyalty. So just the people that are always there, even like through the hard times, I think, you know, you got to keep them close. So that's what happened in my case. And I think that's what helped me become the man I am today. All right. So I want to know, so then like you're recovering, it's like freshman, sophomore year of college, uh, you're in the weight room. Now it's like, let's, let's put on weight. Let's become a pro. But I'm sure that you still had some of that ACL chip on your shoulder in your head. Would you say anything to yourself to get more out of yourself? Like, was there anything that you would say, whether it's like they didn't fucking want me or they doubt, like, what would you say? Do you remember what you would say? Yeah, I used to have uh, I used to have screenshots just like just chilling and, you know, I used to have its own little file uh, in my notes. Not that, you know, not to really prove anybody like wrong, just to prove myself right about myself, you know. Uh, so I mean, I, I I go in there just look uh, every once in a while. Just and what were the screenshots of? Uh, let me see if I can. Oh, this is a new phone. I don't have them, yeah. but it, it was uh, like like the two four seven sports, like just everything. Uh, the Campbell magazine, uh, Dave Campbell magazine, just like Texas magazine, just like the high school players. Everybody they had above me and everything. So just like having I, you I mean, like I'm, a two star recruit, stuff like that. Yeah, just stuff like that. Just saying, you know, I might might you know, get some playing time by my senior season or whatever. And then, you know, mm. uh, Kooks fans weren't even that crazy about me. They weren't that hyped up when I got there either. There's a few um, that are excited about me, but not not really. So just just people like, you know, doubting me, um, mm. you know, because I learned so much about myself through my ACL uh, tear and just coming back off that. Uh, you know, I came back off that four months and then I had 20 points in my, my first game back, uh, hey. our, our playoff game in Texas. So that's pretty big. So just – um like to keep progressing and then uh, look at that. Just, just, I mean, it's just fuel to the fire, you know, we, stuff like that. So I also host NBA on TNT and this one guy that's now on the nets right now, Mike James, Shaq was being like Mike James, like Mike Jones. And, yeah. and I said, you know, it's one of the coldest lines of all time. Back then you didn't want me. And now I'm hot. Y'all all on me. It applies to everything and and i feel like you're living that right now like i feel like you are embodying it right now yeah i love that song man uh i think i think that's definitely applicable uh you know i'm a first round draft pick man so just to say that um just say like everybody that gave up on me you know in college just you know look where i'm at now man so it's crazy it's it's been a crazy ride it's not done yet you know it's really just beginning okay i still have people that like I thought doubted me in the beginning and they'll hit me up now. Was there one person guy or girl that hit you up after the draft where you were like, look at this motherfucker. Was there, was there one, you don't have to say who it was, but was there one you were like, wow, I really made it. Yeah, no doubt. There's a few. I was like, I was like, wow, now now you want to, now you want to slide my phone, huh? So I mean, no, that's just how how it goes. How the game goes, man. That's how life is. So it's going to happen. It is. It is. Um, so you go out there. You only were able to play in five games this past year, but you had a huge impact, 10 and a half tackles for loss, five sacks, a forced fumble. Uh, the clips that we were showing during our draft show, I was like, this motherfucker's huge. I mean, like you're turning the corner, you're getting after it. Um, 
What was it like to only be able to play in a shortened season, though? Because I'm, I'm sure that was tough. I know you had like a mix of injuries and COVID stuff. I, this, right. this was your year to show out. What was it like to only get to play five games? Uh, you know, it was hard uh, just mentally. Um, you know, I got COVID. Like you said, I, I had a calf strain, kept me out of one game against Cincinnati. So really frustrating. And then we had like eight games canceled to reschedule at Houston. Mm. So uh, just waiting and just, you know, because I worked a lot this offseason. I worked a lot, man. So just waiting to go out there and produce and, and show what I've been working on. Um, it was tough just mentally. And uh, it was tough to say the least. Have you, like, I know Jason Tatum talks about how he has to use an inhaler now. Has there been any after COVID stuff that has stuck around since then? Yeah. Um, I still can't smell. Like, my, my smell is probably at, like, it's been, what, like five months now. I still can't smell. You can't uh, smell? So. How, what do you test yeah, it with? Anything. Like, I'll go smell, you know, I'll smell myself. I don't even know when to shower anymore, man. Wow. <laughs> Yeah, no, nah, but uh, I mean, I just stick to the same routine. So hopefully I'm not running around here stinky, uh, stink the Saints building, but we'll see. We'll see what they've got to say about that. But uh, I mean, I can't smell really still. Uh, hopefully that comes back, but uh, we'll see. Other than that, though, um, you know, I feel pretty good. Man, that's wild. Um, all right. So you're looking at this Saints team, uh, the legend Cam Jordan out there at defensive end. He was on our draft show and he was excited about he he. He sees in you the tools. He sees in you like, oh, this is like just uh, a 35-inch wings. Like, this guy could be huge. This is, a, this is a defense with some real leaders on it. You know, this is a team, Demario Davis, Malcolm Jenkins, guys that have been to the Super Bowl, won a Super Bowl. What's your approach um, to kind of soaking it all in? How, how, do you, how, do you, how do you start that process from day one? Like you said, just, you know, soaking it in, just, just walk in, be ready to be a sponge, just take everything in. Cause like these guys have so much experience, so much success. Like you said, they're great leaders. So um, just to be able to like be around that, uh, that atmosphere of guys uh, and that culture uh, in that organization is, is really crazy. A uh, really great opportunity for me. So uh, just walk in, soak it in, just try to be a great teammate. Uh, just try to learn as much as I can, as fast as I can and contribute. I feel like the uh, rookie draft pick question is, what are you going to buy first? Um, and I'm, I'm sure you've been asked that a million times. Uh, and I know that we're, we're all a lot smarter than we were 10 years ago, where now it's like, okay, we're going to invest some of this money. We're going to try and not use a lot of the signing bonuses and stuff. But you're going to either treat yourself or treat your family. Do you know where you're going to go at all from the beginning? Yep. Uh, I was just actually just talking to my financial uh, advisor. Uh, he's really, really good dude. So um, he's getting me right. So I was, t- I was talking about them about, you know, just paying off my parents' house and cars and, uh, you know, just fixing up the little stuff around the house. Do they know yet? Just, yeah. Uh, I mean, I, they, they kind of know because I was kind of asking for the figures because we're trying to get the budget and everything, everything right. So, um, but yeah, like you said, we're smarter now than we were 10 years ago. So I'm just trying to figure that all out. But that's my plan. That's been my plan since I was young. Mm. And that's something I really wanted to do. So that's, that's kind of what I'm, where I'm going. I mean, that night when you do that, and you are sitting in bed, you know, like, like, are you in that house right now? Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm at my parents' house and this, right now. This is the house you grew up in. Grew up in 20 and years. I, I mean, what, what is that going to feel like, man? Like, that's some, that's some life shit right there. Yeah, man. I mean, like I said, I mean, it's been something I wanted to do for them uh, just since I was young, just because they've taken care of me so much. They deserve it um, mm. in, my, in my eyes, uh, in my sister's eyes. So, 
it's something that like I've just always wanted to do. And I told them I would uh, when I made it to the pros, whether it be basketball or football. So uh, just like I said, another dream come true, another another step in the right direction for me. Amazing. You went to the senior bowl, right? I did. I only practiced two days though, because I got turf toes. So gotcha. Just from the from the other guys that you saw there. Did anyone leave a lasting image on you where you were like, oh, I'm going to see that guy in the pros for sure? Yeah, there's a lot of guys like that. Uh, I've worked out with a few. Um, Quinn, Quinn Miners, he's going to be good. I'm excited to see how well Oh, the does. offensive lineman that was like pushing yep. trees in the offseason right, and stuff? Right, him. Yep, exactly. Uh, dude, dude's from – he's like a, like a, a big Wolverine. You know, I would say fat, but dude, the dude's not fat. <laughs> uh, so I'm excited to see how, he, how well he does. Uh, shout out him. Worked out with him. Uh, but there was a lot of great guys there, uh, you know, a lot of great offensive linemen, a lot of great defensive, just all around the, all around the board, just like great, mm. great guys. So uh, I'm excited to see how well everybody does. And then you were saying that a bunch of guys that you worked out with got, were getting drafted in the first round. Who was your crew to prep for the draft and all that? Yeah, uh, well, I, you know, I worked out with Jamar, Jamar Chase. I worked out with him. I worked out with uh, Najee Harris. Mm. Uh, so just 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 guys, you know, and then there's guys, you know, I was I was hope I was hoping they, they they were talking about, but you know that didn't get grabbed until you know early day two and stuff. So, um, I don't know, man. I'm 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 excited to see. It's just fun, you know, working out with guys, learning about guys, and and you kind of build bonds with dudes, and then just watching them get drafted, their dreams come true, and watching where they go, and just watching them grow and develop uh, throughout the years in the NFL. We'll see how that goes. So. I'm excited about it. What's funny about those two guys is like, here you are, and it's sort of like the pick comes out of nowhere, and you're like, oh, shit, I'm going to the Saints. Everybody knew Jamar was going to the Bengals, and everybody knew Najee was going to the Steelers. Were they talking about it, or were they, like, not thinking about it either? Uh, I mean, Jamar definitely was like, I'm going back with Burrow, like 100%. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, we we, we chop it up. We all all mess around and stuff in those early morning training sessions, you know. Uh, just, just talking, just talking about you know you going to the Jets, you going to the Bengals, you know messing around with everybody. But uh, I mean we, we just kind of we were just kind of chilling, and working out. Um, it, it was a good vibe, man. I'm I'm excited to see how well they do though. That's dope. Um, I saw right after the draft. I think even Br Gridiron picked it up. There was like a workout video that you had that I think started spreading. It was like Peyton Turner working or something like that. Um, I'm gonna give you some free. PR advice. I gave this to Odell. His camp took it and it was huge. All you got to do, bro, is shirtless workout videos, doing different things and posting it not every day, but like the best of once a week, pick a day, Tuesday, Wednesday. And like, think about it. Alvin Kamara has the balance thing. He's always standing on a ball and catching things. Whatever your the thing is that the coach is like, damn, you're good at that shit. Shirtless, once a week, post it out there, tag some things, some BR gridirons and stuff like that. I'm telling you. And then people be like, oh, the new Saints rookie is going to be sick. I'm telling you, man, it, it works. Say less, man. I just wrote it down on my phone. I'm, I'm going to get on that. All right, so what would it? What do you think it is? Is it is it bench? Is it turning the corner? Is it squatting? What do you think it is? Like Derrick Henry's got the push up shit. Right, 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 right. Uh, shit, all my all my pass rush stuff, just like working my moves, just my technique and everything. So, uh, I guess I guess I'll start recording that, man. Start start recording just what I recorded. Stuff I think like that. I think that. Okay, so uh, the other thing that I saw is 
Last season, you included the speed chop and the club rip. Those are your two big moves, right? Yeah. Which move is the most devastating move? Shoot, I'm about to be working on my long arm, just like you said, those 35-inch arms. So probably throwing, throwing some offensive tackles around all, all that speed so rush. Speed can you top. explain to me what a long arm is? Because I think not a lot yeah. of people realize the technique that goes into gunning after the passer. Yeah. So first thing, you know, with everything, when you're brushing the passers, get off. So get off the ball. So, you know, come up, coming off the rock, you know, you're getting, you're getting off the ball, you're getting vertical. You see that offensive tackle coming in your way. He either has his shoulders turned. He'll usually have his shoulders turned if you get a good get off. So his shoulders are turned to you. So when I'm saying turn, you know, they're facing the line of scrimmage at the beginning and then they turn to you because you're on the outside on the edge. You get that, you get that one hand right extended right up into his chest, right, right into his mm. chest plate, right into his breast plate. And you got to have leverage. So you got to, you got to bend and then, you know, you just throw him. <laughs> and so when, if, when you're bending and then you're going up into his chest, it just takes yeah. him off balance and then you have free reign almost. Uh -huh. Yeah, so so if you if you really get them kicking, if you get them kicking fast, you get them off balance. You can just you can just throw 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 them past you and fall up under for the sack, or you're just gonna drive them back on top of the quarterback, get the quarterback to step back, and you have that outside arm free to grab them. So okay, this is what uh, we there's, do. There's a lot of stuff you can work on. You just you just keep doing that long arm, and when you lift the coach off the ground and toss him, that's the clip that we're posting. That's the one. Say less. I'm gonna get that clip. I'm gonna get that clip maybe next week or something, and I'll, okay, I'll tag y'all in. Yeah, I'll, I'll post it too. Um, <laughs> the, the, I just don't want to give away all of your moves. I don't want to show off all of the moves on IG because you're gonna have to keep some of them a secret at least for weeks one and two. Not don't let everyone right. know. Right. Um, no just to kind of wrap things up, man. If you were to talk to the Saints fans out there, uh, what would you say to them, man? What who are they getting? You know, y'all getting the dog, man. You know, I'm going to come in and work every day. I'm going to play hard every rep I'm out there. And shoot, if I'm not, then I must have been out there for 80 reps in a row. But, you know, that's not happening. So you ain't get a guy that's going to come in and work, learn about the city, learn about the culture, wants to, you know, help, help the city. Um, you know, we've been through a lot of the same stuff, just me being in Houston and New Orleans. So, uh, you know, I'm ready to learn, ready to help. And, you know, I'm ready to play. Go Saints, baby. I Who that? I love it. Is there is there a DN that you watched growing up that you were like, oh, this is the guy that I want to model myself after? I mean, I know you're you, and I know I'm not saying you're trying to cop, but like, who who really impressed you? I mean, I watch JJ Watt uh, all the mm -hmm. time. You know, I'm, oh, I'm here in sense. Houston, Texas, so that's my boy. That, or he's not my boy, but that's the dude I'm gonna watch uh, all the time. So him, but you know, I'm really blessed to be able to go to an organization. They got guys that are a lot like me um, physically, so. And that have been really successful. So I'm, I can't wait to go learn from Cam Jordan, Mark, Mark Danport, everything, all those guys over there. That's funny. I didn't even realize you played inside and outside like JJ Watt. Like you really were kind of doing the same things that he was doing. Yeah, somewhat similar in that aspect, man. And then uh, the other question that I am obligated to ask a rookie pass rusher is who's the quarterback that you love to sack, man? Who are we going after? You know they got a, they got a pretty good one over there in Tampa Bay. So you get to play uh, them twice a year, man. You get to play them twice. Yeah, a year. I know it. I know it. I know it, man. So you know, sacking sacking the goat would be pretty cool. Uh, well, the goat. I said the goat. You know, we get we had a pretty good one over here in New Orleans too. So it's number nine, but uh, he, you know, had it's a, he has a, seven. A, it's okay to call him the goat. He has seven super. Yeah, cool. yeah, yeah. All right, so it'll make for a good Instagram picture. Is all I'm saying, man. But we'll see. We'll see. I can't wait. I can't wait to get out there and play. Just, you know, get after quarterbacks regardless who it is. So I'm, I'm trying excited. to think what the funniest thing that you could say to Tom Brady 
after you sacked him, right? If you were like, if you were like, yeah. if, if you looked at him and you were like, and you, you gave him a hand, you were like, great to sack you, Tim. And like, you purposely <laughs> said his name wrong just to see what he would do. Uh, Pleasure um, to meet I, you, I Tim some, Brady. Yeah, I, I, I have something good for him, man. You know, I always got something good. It's a good thing I didn't get mic'd up in college, but uh, yes. Yeah, oh, you we'll, were, we'll oh, you talk. Oh, yeah. That's like, you got to get in the game. You got to get in the game. You got to talk a little bit. Are you like looking up scouting reports and learning about these people? Or is it just like you're just talking, you can't stop me type of stuff? Oh, no, no. I, I look I look up everything, man. You know, I'm, I'm looking at their sister's name. I'm looking. Nah, I'm just messing with you. <laughs> no, nah, man, I'm just talking. I'm just out there talking. Oh, that's fun. Well, you're going to the right place for that, my man. Peyton Turner, 28th pick for the New Orleans Saints. Dude, I'm rooting for you. Kick ass. Make sure you tag us in the videos because I know they're going to be great. Uh, and have fun, man. Like, congratulations. What an honor. This is so cool. Yes, sir. Appreciate it. Thanks all for having me. Awesome, brother. Peyton Turner. Thanks, dude. And that was Peyton Turner. What a what a great guy. Look, I'm, I'm going to be honest. You never know what you're going to get out of a, how old is he? 22-year-old kid uh, that is coming to the NFL. Uh, and I've, I've experienced this before. So has the 33%. Certain guys, you go, man, I like that guy. Jonathan Abram, I like that guy. Peyton Turner, I like that guy. And I think him and Cam Jordan are going to get along great. Uh, just, I did a lot of research on this kid right beforehand. And anytime you got a 6'5", 270, pass rusher defensive end that has experience inside and outside, that has had a number of injuries. I mean, this dude... I think it was his junior year, played through like a number of broken fingers. Um, he has the base size already at 6'5", 270. That's NFL. That's, I mean, so um, I don't know if they're drafting him to replace Cam Jordan eventually, um, but I know that when they traded up uh, to 2018 for Marcus Davenport, this is kind of what they were looking for too. So I kind of think they're firing another gun, but Saints fans, you got to go one Peyton. You're the man. Uh, thanks for coming in. Follow him on social. Uh, and that is it for David Ingber. Dave, you got any audio for me? Maybe. Yeah. Uh, if you think of <laughs> the revelations keep coming when you're a dad and the biggest revelation I've had recently is that my parents wanted ice cream at all times just as much as I did when I was a kid. And they had to say no to me just as I have to say no now. But just knowing that back then they wanted it just as badly as I did because it's ice cream. You don't stop wanting ice cream when you become an adult. Yeah. And you know, and you just ended it. You don't become an adult. You're the same person that you no. were when you were Lucy's age. <laughs> and we're just grown up kids uh, not giving ourselves ice cream. So eat the ice cream when they go to bed because you're still a kid. Uh, I am the L-E-F-K-O-E yeah. man. We will holla, holla, holla. Catch you later. Peace.